The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast. I a podcast gym for inspirational fitness talk. I'm your host, TJ Williams, giving an insider of my fitness adventures, discussing and analyzing fitness-based subjects and highlighting individuals involved in fitness, past, present, and future. All right, for those who just joined me for the first time, this is a pre-recorded episode. So whatever I talk about in this episode is either a pa- done past or is coming up, which um, brings me to start this episode off with um, we are a week away from the Christmas holiday or Christmas weekend, you know, and yet the week after that, we are going to uh, be uh, celebrating a new year. Of course, uh, I know a lot of people are doing their last minute online shopping or going to shop the stores. I know the stores have been busy as lately. And, you know, the shelves has been like uh, pretty much empty. You know, hopefully they'll be restocked so people can get their last minute gifts and just a little heads up of um, what we're, of the whole holiday season. You know, it's all about give, giving, caring, loving, I mean, being with your family, and, you know, just, enjoying enjoying life what what we have you know definitely just to almost close this year is uh you know we had a ton of losses but um i mean we don't want to think negative about it we know we want to always think positive always think positive when something goes down you know definitely just grieving and the negativity is what brings us down and we have got to keep it positive so we are are more focus on our success being be able to succeed in life okay so okay so with that being said all right i want to kind of get pinpoint on this on today's episode or or this week's episode um for those who are going or athletic or going into going to be athletic um athlete or going into sports all right so um I want to talk about, I just want to kind of ask you a question. Um, so when you're working out, um, when you're like trying to build yourself for like the sports you're ready to play, I mean, do you take the time to learn your anatomy or learn like how your muscles work and learn what injuries to avoid? I mean, I want to kind of think about that. This is toward the younger athletes, you know, you're talking about kids that are like in middle school or preparatory school or high school that are in are in sports because I know really when you're really athletic I mean you tend to like really try to uh, get yourself into the highest level and it's like the sports that you're playing I mean and one thing to really think about when you're young is uh being cautious of like how your body works. I mean, if you know something's wrong with your body, I mean, don't just ignore it. I mean, see if you can go to a trainer and get a diagnose and likely 
if they tell you that you need to ice it and ice it up and um get it um to get it better i mean if it does then that's good but if it's something else you know it's always best to listen to your um school trainer and go to see a doctor or orthopedics and see if there's any like uh lengthy damage you know just a life lesson there because of uh my situation because i s- suffered a ruptured patellar tendon um in professional from doing professional wrestling you know the ruptured patellar tendon like uh comes from the like one of my uh well, it comes from me jumping a lot because uh, usually that comes from um, patellar tendonitis, which is the jumper knee. And, you know, that, that tendon kind of wears out if it's, and you end up uh, rupture, and I'm getting a ruptured uh, patellar tendon in which if you get, if that happens, you will not walk. Uh, from my experience, you know, when I ruptured that patellar tendon, I couldn't even walk. So I need like uh, guys to help me back and help me back to, uh, in a um, in a dressing room, and you know, and then of course I had to go home, and uh, of course the next day I had to go to the doctor, go to the doctor and just um, get a diagnose, you know, and then from there I learned I had to get surgery. So, and just uh, give you a heads up on my update. You know, it's been three months since my surgery, and um, it seems like things are going pretty well. You know, probably like uh, three weeks or three months ago, you know, I couldn't even walk properly. And, you know, I was on crunches and the immobilizer. And like now, it's like I'm not on no immobilizer, no crunches. You know, it's a struggle getting up and downstairs, but it's getting there. You know, just other things that I want to get back to. All right. So it kind of brings me to this episode. You know, the, I want to talk about the three top, the top three sports injuries that that are, are common. All right. So really, I want to at least talk about that today, and just to give you like a little uh, analysis of what 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 to do and what not to do. All right. And just for a heads up for everybody, you know, I'm kind of battling a cold. So you might hear me coughing a couple of times. So I apologize. But just to get through this episode. All right. So I want to talk about the, like, like I said, talk about the top three sports injuries that I feel like that's common to talk about. So one, number one is knee injuries. And of course, when you think of what, I, of course, I talk about myself as having a ruptured patellar tendon. You know, it's not it's not a fun thing to have a knee injury. I mean, you know, you lose your ability to really perform athletically. So, I mean, luckily, knees knee injuries could be like a year recovery. Well, luckily, they say six months to a year recovery. So, you know, for me, I'm three months in, so that probably gives me at least. If I look at like another nine months of full recovery, well, roughly I should say three to three to nine months of recovery. Depending, you know, it could be less than that. So let's see what happens. All right. So just a little statistics. You know, about fifty-five percent of sport injury occur in the knee. Sports that involve in well, sports that involves it in these injuries is running and jumping. Well, it's just say like the 
sports that involves running and jumping. You know, you got football, you got basketball, you got volleyball, you got uh, baseball, and you got um, like other sports. All right, so knee injuries that are not taken seriously or taken care of properly, you know, could result in being sidelined permanently. So that's just a little analysis of that. You know, you want to make sure you take care of your knee. If you know if it hurts bad to the point where you can't walk, I mean, don't just don't try to like fight it or at least think that you're going to ice it up and it's going to be better for the next day. Get it checked out and see the, the extent of the injury. Okay, so just really think about it. All right, so, but let me talk about the top three common knee injuries. You know, this is like, this is a category right now. I mean, this, I'm going to break this down into different type of knee injuries because there's a lot. All right, so number one, you got um, the ligament injuries. You know, you talk about your ACL, your PCL, LCL, and MCL. I mean, those are like your top three um or top, well, top four, like major, major uh, ligaments in your knee, knee. So look at it, thinking about this, this is like what connects your thigh bone to your shin bone. Yeah, so it's real important that these, these ligaments are to take care of properly. And, you know, the most common injuries that I hear about is the MCL and ACL, you know, just thinking about uh, the pro wrestling world, that's like the most common injury for most wrestlers and just thinking about uh, my tag partner uh, Dan Macho I mean his real name is Darren Belkin he recently had uh, his uh, tore his ACL and um, and just uh, I just to follow up I ended up getting my knee injury uh, patellar tendon so me and him it's just like on the same path of recovery so hopefully by by the time he recovers, I'm recovered. Then we get back to our doing our wrestling. But you know, for one thing, my one number one goal is to get back at well to get back into karate and um and get ready for my master rank if I am elected. I mean, that's the number one thing is to get my master rank first. You know, I only have to do a two minute performance. Right, so just get that out of the way. All right, so that's your main four. Um, ligaments that you got to really protect i mean basically if one of these ligaments are damaged you know it affects your knee stability and movement i mean mostly you won't stand or you have to you'll walk but uh i mean it'll be difficult all right and now kind of like analysis i mean you want it's though extremely important for athletes uh, athletes to keep their ligaments strong with uh, proper stretches you know so before doing any intense workouts i mean be sure to stretch depending on those workouts i mean really stretch the ligaments know how to you stretch if you don't know how to stretch i mean really talk to somebody talk to a fitness instructor personal trainer or even talk to a doctor or talk to like a, a sports trainer really find out what muscles that you need to stretch for your for your activity i mean it's real important i mean you really look online and see what you need to stretch you know proper stretching could like save you the embarrassment of torn of torn ligaments 
All right, number two. Well, here's something that pertains to me, and I mentioned this before. It's um, the patellar tenderitis or the jumper knee. You know, this injury is a very no. It's very known to athlete athletic sports that involves jumping. You know, you got sports like involving volleyball, basketball, certain track and field events like uh, long jump, triple jump, long long jump hurdling. And yet, even professional wrestling, yeah, professional wrestling, the thing that people call a fake, but yet it is, um, well, let's just say it's it's scripted, but we do make contact. And yet, like laying on that mat, laying on that mat is not, it's not fun, it's, it's painful. All right, so, and yet some styles of martial arts that balls jumping, yeah, possibly you might get a, a jumper knee from there, you know, doing jump kicks and flying kicks and, you know, doing all this jumping. Hey, well, mostly when you do kayas, like some of the kayas definitely involves a lot of jumping. Okay. So one thing I can tell you from having this experience of a ruptured but tell your attendant, you know, you will, like I said before, you won't be able to walk for an entire month. I mean, and also you talk about the cost of surgery, you know, it could be a hassle depending on your health insurance coverage. You know, you're talking about like repairing the the attendance to your um to your bone and, you know, other like damages may be occurred to if you take an MRI or x-ray, you know, you talk about the cost of the anesthesia, yeah, which is, that was just a hassle. Well, not a hassle, but it was like a pain. You know, you wake up after like after you get in the cover room. I mean, it's like you just you just feel like the worst nausea, like you're going puke. But you know, and that you're gonna have trouble sleeping on your first night. I mean, for me, when I got the surgery, I got the surgery the day I got the surgery and left the hospital the day of. So I mean, yeah, it's like I got there about like ten o'clock in the morning. Well, close to 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, got set up and, you know, I don't think I got into the surgery until about um, quarter, quarter to two, like really, it was like almost two, two o'clock in the afternoon, I uh, got, got my surgery. And then of course, I think I woke up in recovery about six o'clock. And then, you know, from there, it was like, I think I spent like a, another two hours in in recovery and then from there I got to go home I was thinking about right about eight o'clock and like from there it's like I couldn't even go to sleep you know I spent pretty much majority of the night like trying to trying to sleep and you know it was it was difficult because yeah I guess the pain from the nerve block was wearing off and uh, I was really feeling it and it was just as it was a well for the first night it was a bad experience all right so other than the cost of anesthesia you know you got the cost of admission tests i mean the you got the doctor visits you know mostly for me i mean it was crazy with doctor visits you know going to the doctor to check out my knee to get a diagnosis then going to the orthopedic doctor to get a better no to get a better prognosis and then of course go and get an MRI then going back to the orthopedic doctor telling me that I will require surgery on my patellar tendon as well as my meniscus and then of course 
from there, from going to, to get a pre-admission at the hospital, then going back to my primary doctor to get approved, then actually going to get my surgery. You know, it's just craziness. And, you know, and definitely if you have like short-term disability insurance, likely you're going to have to do get paperwork from your doctor, which means you might have to do another appointment with your doctor. And it's just a pain, like so many freaking rules. And that just, that hopefully, well, that's kind of taken care of. So, you know, I don't have to worry about my um, doctor visits, like my regular doctor visits. So then just visiting just to get an approval. I mean, and then yet yeah, there's physical therapy, you know, depending on your insurance, you know, depending on how many sessions you're going to have. So likely my sessions could be like, you know, I started doing my sessions like at the end of October. And right now it's like almost like mid December right now. So I'm pretty much did like nine to 11 um, to 11 sessions so far. And, you know, and I don't know how long it will be. So you talk about probably another three months or probably until like they feel like I'm like ready to I'm totally healed. So I told them it's like you I'm not going to go back to physical activity until I'm like so you feel I'm totally healed or you can clear me. All right. So, you know, things to look for for injury for this injury, you know, if you feel a pain and tenderness below the kneecap, you know, it's painful to run the jump, you know, and even land or even stand. I mean, the we the knees weakness that will affect your stability. I mean, really just, if you feel those kind of pains, I mean, like I said, get it, get checked out. I mean, don't wait to, for your knee to get worse. I mean, I feel, I feel like that's what I did. You know, I was like, felt like I was so powerful that at this point I ended up paying the price and get injured. You know, it's like I was probably kind of prepared for this, you know, just not to sound optimistic about it. But, you know, I felt like I got injured at the right time. You know, I feel like I needed to take a break. You know, for me, I mean, just one thing, I worked too hard and I feel like I need to take us a, a breather. I know definitely with therapy, if this is to talk about therapy, you know, with therapy, the goal, the goals are to, the knee, the proper knee bending, you know, bending your knee from zero to like 130 degrees. You know, that's pretty much been the goal right now. And that's making progress. You know, when I had the surgery, I wasn't even able to even bend my knee. You know, I had to keep my leg straight and elevated so the muscles can like regenerate or at least, at least heal. All right, so, and then, of course, there's proper stability while standing and walking. And, you know, there's strength in the tendon as well as the ligaments surrounding the knee. And, of course, resistant exercises. So, really, it's like from there, like, once the, like, small stuff is done, you know, probably going to end up having to work at, like, a performance center, like, uh, something big to, like, get me get me to get back to my like athletic self you know which means i probably have to um work with like see how well i can do with the weights you know it may be a challenge but you know you know you always got the good people that really train you to get you like tip top ready so let's 
No, so it's just just a, just something to think about. All right, now now here goes the like the last like knee injury or close knee injury. It's the meniscus injury. Yeah, this also something I had um, done as well. That in uh, meniscus injury. You know, just talking about the meniscus, you know, also, this also pertains to me, you know, in which I need my meniscus repaired, you know, as well, you know, as my patellar, well, as well as my patellar tendon. You know. Now, of course, uh, with all the jumping that I do, you know, it's best to, to have my uh, meniscus in good condition. You know, just think about the meniscus, the meniscus, as you know, it's just a, like a cartilage. Well, if you think about it, it's a it's a shock it's a shock absorber for the knee joints. You know, if you do a lot of jumping, you know, definitely it's a shock absorber. Usually, when I tell my students when they're jumping, you no, know, don't land flat footed. No, land on the balls of your feet. You know, you get like a a softer. Well, you get like a quiet land, like a softer land, and also have that control. And so, usually, meniscus uh, uh, injuries occurred due to a like sudden like twist or trauma during or even from athletic sports i mean like i said basketball volleyball you know most track and field sports yeah that balls a lot of jumping you know you know things to look for in um in injured meniscus you know yeah look for like Lock, locking and clicking sense sen- sensitivity, uh, yeah, or our sen- sensation, pretty much. Yeah, you're gonna feel like a little clicking and locking, and it's gonna sound like it's cracking a little bit. But you know, that's a meniscus. You know, the pain to the the the, the pain to the linear as well as the other the well side of the knee. Well, definitely, you got the front of the knee and the side of the knee. All right, so yeah, you know, uh, yeah, the pain to the meniscus is like really, it's like you got um, swelling as well as delay, swan delay. I mean, and off after the meniscus tear, you know, uh, there a pos- that's a possible, there's a possible positive um, prognosis, meaning that going through through uh, conservative or surgical treatment or likely athletics can return to competing in um, their sport. So yeah, so if it has a, a good positive prognosis, but however, it cannot be repaired. It's it's a rich to its original form once the cartilage is damaged. So yeah, so it's always best to always keep that cartilage strong with that meniscus. <clears throat> oh, so even try to prevent any tears, possibly when you're working out. I mean, really. So really, the one thing I see with people when they jump. I mean, you always you know, got to jump and land the balls your feet. Usually, when I'm jumping, you know, I try to land soft. You know, it's always have control. All right, so that's with knee injuries so no that's a lot to think about with those knee injuries no you got so much to like so much to really try to protect and um really be careful with all right let's go to that next injury this also pertains to me too 
the sciatica. You know, this is just another injury, you know, I experienced, you know, and I don't want it to happen again. You know, simply sciatica is when you get a sudden pain in your sciatic nerve path, you know, your sciatic nerves are located at the right or left glute. So really, it's like right, right pretty much at your butt, butt cheek. Just think about, it. you know, if you experience sciatica, you know, you'll have a tough time sit, sitting properly because the pain is excruciating. You know, mostly this occurs like if you get an improper stretch of the lower back and the hips, you know, it can cause like the extreme pain going right it's like it goes cause extreme pain. And you no, know, really, it usually evolves in sports. Well, yeah, so you know, you got it evolves in sports. You know, it evolves in a lot of sports. You know, and that does a lot of back. You know, if you do like uh powerlifting, or yeah, you know many people that do like uh like deadlifts, yeah, likely you might get like a big, um, like, like I could say a pull in your back. Yeah. And mostly I got like from, mostly I got my sag of like two ways. I got it from karate and pro, and pro wrestling. Like second time I got sciatica, that was like the worst. It's like, you know, I end up getting suplexed. Like, I think I got, no, I didn't get suplex. I think I got uh, slammed, and I think I felt like a like a pull in my back, and, you know. And then from there, it was just, like, complete sciatica. And then, you know, when I got sciatica, it's like, there was, like, a shooting pain in my right leg. I couldn't even walk. <sighs> yeah. And just think about it. I mean, just pro wrestling. All right. So that's pretty much going over sciatica. And uh, yeah, so yeah, speaking of that, um, of course, yeah, there's also that back pain too. That's another one. That's a like a third like back pain, you know, other than getting sciatica, it's like getting back pain. Not that I experienced this as well. You know, really, you got so many um vertebrae that you think about it, like mostly if you get a lower back pain, you know, it goes right up to your ribs. So I mean, the proper stretch you want to do for your lower back is like you do seal stretch. And mostly if you want, definitely want to relieve your back pain, I mean, the best class that you want to do is yoga. I mean, yeah, yoga is very known to like really relieve uh, kind of um, any back pain or any pain at all. So just a little life lesson there. So, all right. So, Usually with back pain, uh, you got uh, yeah certain like exercises that uh, involves using your back, like squats, deadlifts, and um, yeah certain like certain th other things. So we like young athletes, we must be careful of how we're squatting. You know, don't be in a hurry and try to lift a heavy weight. I mean, really try to work towards. Uh, Get get into the weight that you want to be, but you want to do exercise properly. You know, if exercises are not done properly, you know, you like can really serious yourself. I mean, don't try to lift heavy weight to impress 
anybody. Don't try to press the coach of how strong you are. I mean, just simply work at the weight that you're comfortable with and then work your way up. I mean, don't try to don't try to uh, lift higher weights to impress anybody. You know, people don't need to be easily impressed. And you don't have to easily impress people at your own expense. All right, so this is just a life lesson to athletes, and especially with my condition with uh, like with my knee injury. You no, know, always get your knee checked out. I mean, you, and just to think about it, you know, if you're doing cardio, you don't have to always run on a treadmill. You know, simply there's ways you can um, break a sweat on a treadmill other than running. You know, I kind of had to figure that out when I was um, with this knee injury. Like, really, how am I going to burn calories if I can't run? So really, there's always ways to figure out. If you think about it, um, if you're on a treadmill, the lower the incline, the faster you are, the higher your speed you have to be. But the higher the incline, the less speed you have to do. So like likely, if you are if you walk while you're like inclined, like a high incline, you know, you will burn calories. You know, it's like walking a hill. You know, it involves you to work your legs a little bit. So that really what is working right now, at least breaking a sweat and I'm um, kind of boosting up the speed a little bit. So I'm so I'm almost back to normal. All right. Just to kind of end this episode, uh, just um, give you a little quote here. All right. So I want you to think about this. Um, let's see. I want you to think about this question right here. How diverse and versatile are you how diverse and versatile are you i mean are you how many the the, the here's three the couple question here whenever you think about it how versatile and uh, versatile are you how many people that you know of are from a different country like uh, how, are you do you feel like it's a threat learning from somebody younger than you All right, so are you willing to let go of old habits no, are you compromising? I mean, are you doing all these things to make sure you're successful? I mean, you know, just think about it. It's hard to let go of certain things because, you know, it makes us feel good. It makes us feel like we're important. But, you know, but when you think about it, is it, is it helping us succeed? I mean, think about it, like the things that we do to like yesterday, I mean, it's hardly used today. It's like really... It's like kind of rare that people use VHSs for to record stuff uh, for today. However, I mean, if you wanted to do that, you know, if you want to get an old VHS and kind of convert it into a digital, no, that's fine. But you know, people don't hardly use VHSs. You know, it's a thing of the past. I know you think about it. We now use DVDs. I mean, like things and like blue Blu-ray. And you know, nowadays uh, we have digital copies. You know, I mean, this technology is really evolving. But as individuals, we have to evolve ourselves. We can't, you can't just go the old ways every time. You got to try something new to help your situation. You know, so many people think it's a threat to them, but it's really not. You know, you know, we're tr- it's helping you like build yourself into a different you. So think of this as the new year comes. You no, know, 
think about is make a list of things you want to change, things you want to get better at, you know, things you don't want to happen to you. You know, I got my list. My, my number one priority is to get this knee healed properly, is get this knee fully healed. So one, I'm ready for July for the um, master, induction, master rank induction ceremony. And two, I want to get back to professional wrestling. You know, I mean, I want to get back to where I started. You know, when I got injured, I was in a number one contenders match for the for uh, a promotions heavyweight title. I mean, I want to get back to that being number one contender and get a title match and win that title. So that's just a goal for right now. But and anyway, there was other goals. You know, thinking about not to get another job or get some something better but that's just my list of goals for right now but just to end the episode just think about it how diverse and versatile are you right all right so for those who just joined me for the first time check out my previous episodes on the bicbpradio.com apple podcast and spotify and I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast. This is your host, TJ Williams, closing the gym right now. 